0: there my name is brian and i'm brian
1: and this is brian versus brian welcome to a very special episode episode 50 our what is that that's like a it's some kind of anniversary of gold yeah. we made it, <laughs> we <laughs> made it. 50. 50 50 episodes almost a year so thanks for chugging along with
0: us please mm. like and subscribe if you already have thank you very much I was going to text you the day. I'm pretty sure our one year anniversary is August 8th and it's actually recording day. So that kind of lines up. Uh, quite well, it's either August 8th, Sunday, August 8th or Sunday, August 15th. It's one of those 2 it so There'll be a of one year. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just restart. <laughs> Episode one, and do
1: everything we did already, but it slightly better. <laughs> With the, the, knowledge part we, two. the knowledge we have now. <laughs> <laughs> so, This week, uh, we were going to do Space Jam. Uh, We still might touch on Space Jam and do a review. Uh, Maybe a little bit later. Uh, I'd still like to do one. It's pretty popular. It's in the headlines for all the wrong reasons, baby. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I was running out of time, though. And so I was already going to watch this with uh, my wife as our kind of date night movie. So, And Brian had already seen it in the theater, so uh, we kind of... Pulled an Audible, switched it real quick, and now we're doing Quiet Place Two, much higher caliber film. And you know what? We're kind of tired of talking about <laughs> poor to mediocre uh, HBO Max releases. Hundred
0: percent, so, dude. Hundred percent. Like this so, one, uh, Space Jam. I mean, I guess spoilers for the show that we're gonna uh, eventually do, but I don't think that Space Jam is like Tom and Jerry caliber but I don't think it's that far away. Like it's maybe a couple steps ahead, but it's like, I didn't, I don't know. I'm glad that you were open to doing this. Cause I didn't want to fucking <laughs> re-space jams. So I was like, I mean, I do want to eventually, cause I want to hear your thoughts on the movie as a whole, but I just yeah, needed I a break be- from talking about, <laughs> like you said, the mediocre shit that we've been having to do. If you don't want to walk the the space jam line, of sounded like just a
1: brawn hater. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there are those guys that just hate his political stances and stuff. And I will just, decimate him any chance they get and trust us, our review will be of the movie and yes. not, not of LeBron James as a person, whatever you may think of him. I'm personally not a big personal fan of him, but I, I love him as a basketball player. I can separate the man and the art, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can do that. I like him as a basketball player. I think his show on HBO is kind of good, uh, The Barbershop, but hmm, that's kind of my thoughts. So yeah, we'll do that eventually, but right now, quiet place too uh this came out this year and 2021 just came out a couple days ago the 16th i believe on paramount plus was the 45 days later uh this was delayed quite a bit because of COVID 19 and then i kind of i think it was pushed up also at one point to come out sooner uh than it was originally delayed to uh first one what came out in 2018 and I was reading that uh, they like immediately greenlit this one and Mm -hmm. were asking John Krasinski,
0: the director, I assume writer, I don't know if he wrote the first one, but he wrote this one. Yeah. He wrote and directed or helped write, co-write the first one and direct the the first one as well. Yeah. And he fully wrote this one. He's the only one who's got a a writing credit.
1: So that's pretty cool. Nice. So they immediately started, following the box office and critical success of the first film. Uh, So right off the jump, I love the first film. Um, Really like the first film. I think I slightly like the first film better. Uh, Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Let's get into that. I think I slightly do, Um, and I guess we'll go over why as we go through. Uh, That that. Yeah, three times the budget. First one's budget was $17 million. This one was uh, $61 million. And like I was telling you, this thing starts off with a flashback to kind of uh, before the creatures. And so I don't know John's fucking character's name. I don't know any of these characters' uh, Lee Abbott, the Abbott family. His name Dad. is... Dad. Because they never speak. They don't call each <laughs> other. And so... Him and his family are at a baseball game, and then you just get to see it start. And so that was pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Totally out of left field. Like, what did you get from this? That there's a fucking something like an asteroid or something fallen to Earth and it's yeah. flamed up. And that, I was that, like, I was like, are they saying they're fucking aliens? Is this what we're fucking doing? Yeah. Is this what, now sci fi?
0: Which actually, I thought that that's what. That it was from the, from the first one. I mean, they don't tell you anything in the first one. You kind of just up left to your imagination. Um, so I always thought they were aliens. I didn't know where they came from or how they got here. It could be a stupid thing. Like, oh, they're in the ocean and they fucking come out. Oh, like, who knows? But I figured it was going to be something like that. I didn't think we're going full blown.
1: And then I was asking Jesse, what's your thought? What was that thing? Because it's like, what, well, they come here on like an asteroid. And she's like, no, it's probably like a spaceship. And I was mm-hmm. like, it doesn't, they don't seem like the spaceship flying type of aliens. <laughs> like these motherfuckers are pretty dumb. They just viciously kill. And it's like, they don't even kill for food. Throughout the movie, I'm like, why are they killing all these people? Mm-hmm. I thought, like, thought they eat them or something. It's like, they don't ever eat anybody. So they're just viciously killing people for nothing. Yeah. I didn't get it. And so I don't think it's a spaceship. But then again, I was like, well, how would it be an asteroid? Was it just going to be a fucking asteroid? And they're all just chilling,
0: flying through space. Uh, anyway so it could be I mean it could be like some sort of asteroid with some sort of like you know goo or something that maybe it got attached to some dog and it morphs and then fucking who knows I don't know but yeah um so it could have morphed into a person maybe these are people actual people that got classic venom syndrome (laughs) yes (laughs) so who knows but um yeah, the intro is fucking rad, dude. I love the intro a lot. Um, it may maybe like one of my favorite openings to like just a sci-fi movie in general. I don't think it's the best. I'd have to sit down and think, but it's definitely one of the strongest because um, it's just very eerie. Like there's something eerie about like, they're at this baseball game. It's a small town. Everyone kind of knows each other kind of feel. And all of a sudden um, their son's at bat and then the camera's kind of behind him. And then they all, he kind of just puts, slowly puts his bat down and kind of pans up. And you just see this, fucking ominous thing floating down to the sky. And then the, so the score kind of drops out and then you kind of just show all the shots of all the people just looking up and yeah. just really ominous. And, um, and then the chaos kind of ensues and everyone's running around the town getting attacked. It's a really strong opening. Yeah. Like I said, when I was talking to you, um,
1: I feel like the first, the, all the opening part, all the prequel part is I feel like the budget for that was bigger than the first movie. Like, every, just all of a sudden, cars flipping, things flying through the sky. I was like, dude, this has already surpassed the first movie's budget. I feel like it's crazy mm-hmm. how much money they've thrown at this sequel. Um, and this movie just... It's a strength, but it irritates you as a, a moviegoer who wants to know everything, who wants to learn all about a, a world you like, but also... It's a strength of a director and writer. He knows what to give you and whatnot. And so like questions, there's questions throughout this whole fucking movie. First question is you walk up and he sits down on the bench and starts talking to the Killian guy, uh fucking scarecrow. Um, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Why, why are we, why are we talking to uh, this guy's going to be in this movie apparently. And so I don't know who he is. I, I still don't know to this day who the fuck he is he, they make it seem like like later in the movie when she's like uh why when she's like asking him to help her mm-hmm. and uh, his whole family's dead i'm like uh, i was like bitch <laughs> yeah to drop absolutely everything and risk my life for your ass mm-hmm. it's like ooh, you're my neighbor it's like shit neighbors don't mean shit in the
0: apocalypse which is kind of how, like, how he starts he he's kind of has he kind of has a fuck you attitude for yeah of course he time. would yeah who She's the fuck like, is no. she
1: i don't give a fuck <laughs> so what my yeah, kids you, are dead lady tells him your... to fuck
0: off doesn't he i mean it's, <laughs> you um i should be upfront, like I got a, I got a chance to watch the opening again this morning, but I haven't seen it. Oh, look, May twenty eighth is when I saw it because I see it right behind you. So it's been almost two months. So you, <laughs> you have to remind me of some of the shit. It's a little foggy, but yeah, he almost like tells him to leave. He's like, but, you stay the night. But you have to fuck off. Tomorrow. No, he does tell him to leave. But
1: at the same time, it's like I was thinking, is he John's brother or Lee's brother? That's kind of the thing I was getting like because she's like. Did you know that fire every night was us? And he's like, yes. She's like, how come you never came? It's like, you never came for us. I was like, why the fuck would he come for you? He's got a family of his own. He sees you have a fire. You're alive. So it never made much sense. And then the daughter, the deaf daughter is saying, you know, you're, you're nothing like him almost as an insult.
0: Why would that be an insult to him? Unless they're like brothers, I'm thinking. So you know they're not mean? brothers. I only know that because, again, I just watched the opening like 10 minutes ago before we started recording. And there's right when they right when they see the whatever is flying down from the sky, when everyone kind of starts dispersing to their cars, he walks by Killian Murphy. And he's like, hey, did your brother say anything about uh, any test today in the Air Force or whatever? And he goes, no, but I'll call him again. So the fact that he goes, did your brother um, mm. say anything about Air So th- it leads me to believe they're not brothers. Yeah. But They could have well, been like best friends. Well, since they're not brothers, all this shit she's asking of him is
1: way over the top and <laughs> ridiculous of you to ask. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the fuck? I ain't helping you. I mean, I might help you, but you're asking a lot. Like, go find my daughter alone. Bring her back. I ain't doing shit. Please do this for me. So, yeah, that's that's a question. And then the question of the freaking asteroid falling down I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this a ship? Is this an asteroid? Uh, the question, why did everybody just get up and leave? Uh, I just feel like that wouldn't be your initial reaction which is just to stop everything and all migrate away. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like you turn on a TV or a radio or something to kind of see what's going on. Shit falls from the sky all the time. That's space, baby. you read a book.
0: <laughs> well, that looked kind of scary. It was kind of big. I, would, I think I would probably want to go home, but, um, like you were saying that they, they give you, enough to where you're kind of entertained but maybe like you were kind of insane way anyway, not enough for the people who want to know everything. I'm yeah. kind of the opposite and where I like that there's um a lot of this is left to us cuz it's fun like we're about to do this episode is to speculate and and I think that's kind of the fun of it but I also think that it takes the it takes the perspective of just the common person. You know like if this were to really happen would someone like John Krasinski know, like they, he wouldn't know shit, just like we don't, just because they're kind of our vessel. You know, the lead character isn't a scientist and he's not working for the Air Force, the military. Those, there are those movies and that's, those are those movies. But this yeah. movie is more about like on the fucking, on the ground floor, you know, with just normal people trying to survive whatever the fuck just happened. And I kind mm. of appreciate that. <clears throat> no, yeah, like I said, it's a strength. But, uh, it's also a
1: weakness because uh, I really uh, not a weakness in the, in the, in the film. It's a weakness in the, as a fan, you know what I mean? It's a fanboy thing. I just yeah, want to know more. And really, I wish that sequence would have lasted 40 minutes. It's awesome. Uh, uh, I mean, n- not just that that part's awesome. But I want to know more about the beginning of it. Mm. Um, you know, cause in the first one, their house is set up. They got lights, they got sand paths. It's like they got all this shit that they've obviously learned and set up this super elaborate system to stay alive. And I want to know, like, how did that come to be? Because at some point you go home from this baseball game and nothing, none of that was there. So how did you get from point A of just seeing this to the first movie where you got all these fucking red lights for if they're coming? You know, you get all these systems set up. That's I wanted to see a little bit more of that build up like them learning and finding out things about the creatures uh, that would have been really cool to see, but we didn't get that. I was like, damn, man, I was hoping they're going to go show us how these guys came to be so knowledgeable about the creatures. Cause obviously in the first one, they're pretty damn knowledgeable and they got all sorts of cool shit set up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't know how far it was gonna take. I mean, I didn't even know I mean, I knew there was going to be some sort of prequel scene because I heard it in the trailer. Like that's really the only thing I remember from listening to the trailer. Um, all I remember was like a radio being turned on and like traffic in my mind, because I wasn't watching it, I was just listening to it. But in my mind I thought they were like on a highway or something. I didn't I didn't picture like them in a in a small town. But I, yeah, another... <clears throat> Go for yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, but yeah. Um uh da, 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 da. but yeah the the opening was better than i than I had imagined i'm glad I am kind of glad they didn't go again that's the, that's that kind of cool mystery stuff was like we don't know how they got the lights and they put the fucking well i guess the or like how long it took them to put sand from the fucking the the town all the way to their house like all this little stuff but you kind of you picture it in your mind you know like I don't think it needs to be on the nose. And another thing that was weird about the prequel stuff
1: is that the kids are older, you know, kids age quick. And mm. so the boy looks older yeah, in so the prequel the scenes and the yeah. girl does. And then they show the little boy who died in the first one and he's way older <laughs> and he's like in a car seat still trying to look like the little little three-year-old toddler. yeah i'm still little
0: they probably didn't care they're like yeah, yeah
1: how you fucking doing it <laughs> yeah part two all right good to see y'all again <coughs> emily how you been
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely uh they definitely look older, but was one of I, like that, the I was like, like dude, whatever. why didn't
1: you just why didn't you just recast the kid, at least the youngest kid? Yeah, they done that because that, that was like a toddler. And then right. it's like a fucking eight-year-old kid <laughs> sitting in a fucking car seat. <laughs> I was like, dude, no way. Yeah, no wonder they only show them for like five seconds. But I was like, dude, recast that part. It's okay. We'll understand. Like the other kids, I understand. You, you can't recast them, they're so close in age, but going from toddler to like big kid. That's a big, big change. Just put a toddler in the seat for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. And then moving on. So it goes to <clears throat> jump, jump to right after the second one. So one of those sequels and it's like instantaneous, uh, or are taking place right after the first movie and the house is all messed up and they get to kill a couple of those creatures. And then they leave. So I, <clears throat> I didn't really get, I was like telling Jesse, I was like, why are they leaving the house? I was like, yeah, it flooded a little bit, but does, does it mean you have to pack up shop and just fucking bounce? It's like, why do you just have to leave? And I didn't understand. Obviously nowhere is really safe. So if you have anything somewhat safe, you stay there. So I didn't get that part. I didn't get their motivations for just bouncing, especially after they killed the creatures.
0: Yeah, it's a weird motivation. I have to go back and watch that scene and see if there's any sort of like uh, dialogue or any sort of indication of why, because I don't remember. But yeah, the way you're describing right now, seems a little weird. They could have (laughs) just taken care of the water situation in in, their life. Shit, there's some water now. I've always wanted a (laughs) (laughs) lagoon. This is badass. But maybe, I don't know, maybe they, because (laughs) the, the father died, he was kind of the protector of the family. Maybe they just needed protection or wanted protection. I don't know. She seemed to be doing pretty fucking good.
1: Shit. They killed more of those things after he died than they did before. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so then they start walking to that dude's house because they see his fire and, uh, yeah, long ass walk. And then you finally see, they come to the end of the sand trail, it's like just no more sand. And now they got to venture out into the crunchy leaves mm-hmm. and none of them wear shoes which I, I don't know, it just bothered me the whole time. I was like, dude, it's not that much quieter to walk without a shoe, especially when, obviously it's happened. You're going to step on something. Motherfucker, learn your lesson. You stepped on a nail and it costs you everything. <laughs> it's like, you're going to step on a sharp rock. And then like the other character, when they're, Heading out on their adventure, I noticed he had his boots on and the girl was barefoot. I was like, see, look at this guy. He's fucking smart. <laughs> he knows what's up. Yeah. You can still be quiet with fucking shoes and not have your feet just be completely fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Put some shoes on. Uh, Get some Crocs. something, some socks. <laughs> for way, yeah. For least, you know, shit. Yeah. Actually, that probably, you put on like six pairs of socks. So you yeah, just yeah. have, a, it's Boom. like a shoe, but it's soft. Yeah. It's quiet go to the hospital and get those socks with a little rubber grip on the bottom there you go Boom. <laughs> yeah that just bugged me the whole damn movie put some a socks on. <laughs> and so they head over to his place and he's living in this like oh oh well, when they get there of course it's like uh, this movie's so nerve-wracking like every yeah, every scare yeah. every scare is a jump scare and it's they're not they're not usually jump scares aren't a good thing but these ones Aren't bad because it's just a clever way to use like the 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 quietness, right, right. You know what I mean? Because yeah, typical. The whole movie's quiet as fuck. Any dialogue are whispering mostly, and, and so the only loud things are creatures. So you know when something's loud, it scares you because you're getting out of this quiet part. So I don't mind the jump scares in this versus you know other movies where they just throw a fucking. A cat or something. a little girl standing in a hallway, flash you, you know, this one makes a little more sense for the world. So it's okay. And so they're pulling into this complex and there's like a hole in the fence and she's climbing through it was actually this outfit right here with this backpack, gets stuck on something. It's like, gonna kind of make a noise and they get through and they trip a trip wire and this thing of bottles falls down loudly. And so then they have to run and they got the baby and all that. Um, and Baby starts you know, he starts crying too right yeah and he's At watching you're like fuck yeah. he's watching him uh the guy through the gun site like, you don't know it's him yet and uh and then the boy steps on a fucking bear trap it's <laughs> fucking brutal dude fucks his foot up this whole the whole time I, I, it's like you hate i hate that boy dude he's such a little whiny bitch <laughs> <laughs> the first one and this i understand you fucking the bear trap thing but is, ah! <laughs> and she's like, and she's
0: like, like please like, stop like, oh, and then when she lets him go God. he just keeps doing
1: it it's like yo the baby's crying you're crying we're gonna fucking die here <laughs> and then the first one i was just a whiny bitch with his dad i'm not going no mm-hmm
0: yeah he's he's scared,
1: a, yeah. But by the end of it, you kind of like him because he's he takes initiative and kind of steps up at the end of this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both the kids do. Um, but yeah, the foot in the thing, all the monsters start coming, and then the guy realizes that they have some kind of a weapon because she plays the little ear thing on the speaker. Creature freaks out. I like it, you know, like in the first one, they did this throughout this one. In the first one, when the creature would hear that supersonic sound, <clears throat> and hurt their ears, and they'd freak out, they'd kind of like back up and want to leave, like they don't want to be near it. Mm-hmm. But in this one, the creatures are like, "Oh fuck this! I'm gonna fuck you up for doing it." Like every time they do it, like a creature's like, "Yeah, yeah," oh, like well, trying to get, no. like forcing. And I was like, "Why would they do that?" Mm-hmm. This creature isn't gonna like, okay, I want to figure out what this is, even if it hurts like a motherfucker. So I thought that was a little weird, but. You gotta have more obviously all the bad guys can't run away so they get to the they get to the house and uh the uh it's like a factory or something yeah. i don't know what it is it's, a it's, a per- it's pretty cool I, to me that's the place you want to be because yeah. they go into this big underground thing so it's like you can actually talk mm-hmm. and he's like they can't hear you it's three foot of concrete unless they're right above the top and then even on top of that he's got like a what was that a furnace like a furnace yeah like a big metal furnace you could get in and shut the door like a Mm -hmm. like a safe then uh at first i didn't understand why he kept fucking with this watch but i guess it's it's airtight so you can be loud as you want in there but uh you got to open the door every like 10 minutes or something or else you you know have no oxygen which
0: that will come into play a little foreshadowing yeah uh so I don't want to
1: narrate the whole fucking episode, but well, <laughs> it's, it's
0: fresher in your mind. You but haven't seen I, it, in so long. I mean, yeah. Uh, so by then, I think it's the the daughter. What's her name in the movie? Uh, Regan. The daughter, the deaf, <clears throat> the deaf daughter Regan. Wasn't there some sort of broadcast, and she's kind of on this um, this yeah. mission? Like it was a radio they actually yeah. found a song playing on the radio and so she wants to um she wants to broadcast that signal that she's been using to kill them to to basically save the world in a sense um yeah and they're like no so she kind of runs off in the middle of the night to go on this journey to find the signal the so she can broadcast um her uh, her weapon um no yeah but wasn't
1: didn't she figure out that it's some kind of code like the song was a certain song i said uh, had like come find me in the lyrics Mm. and then she looked up where the broadcast was coming from like the 72.1 fm and it's like something else and she 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 thinks it's like a breadcrumb trail leading
0: it to like a to people also that sounds familiar um So yeah, she leaves in the middle of the night, they wake up the next morning and they realize that she's gone and what she's doing. Cause she kind of, she's pretty outspoken about what she wants to do. And she's, she's told no. So that when they wake up, they're like, well, fuck. (laughs) Like, uh, so now she's gone. So this kind of goes back to the beginning of the show. We started talking about how uh, Cillian Murphy's character uh, is trying to be coaxed to do, to go find this daughter. Which, you know, (laughs) you know to push back on that it's like this woman who just lost her husband her son just got a fucking foot chopped off in a bear trap her daughter just ran off there's not really i mean she's definitely gonna beg this guy for help and they're friends so it kind of makes sense whether or not he would do it or not is is up to question but he does ultimately decide to do it um and then the rest of the movie is basically their journey to go find uh the signal and um <laughs> And then the, the mother, the mother gets kind of sidelined in this movie. Um, and the mother stays back with the baby and the the oldest boy. And then basically that's kind of the rest of the movie. I mean, there's a great fucking awesome, awesome scene. I actually had to um, watch a little bit of it this morning where it's about halfway through the movie where the daughter finds a boat and there's like these docks Yeah, and then the movie starts to, Cut to like what's happening with the daughter and Cillian Murphy's character on the docks, and then also cut back to the oldest son because he's getting attacked by a monster. And it's like cutting between these; both of them are very intense and very like like I thought that whole sequence was like on the edge of my seat the whole time because both scenarios you're like, how the fuck are they going to get out of this? But um, that's a great yeah. thing. But on the docks, they're being they're being kind of not not really attacked, but intimidated by these. Dock dweller, <laughs> scavenger type yeah. weirdos, and then meanwhile, while that's happening, you have the oldest son being attacked by one of the monsters, and he and he he's being forced to go into that furnace we talked about, shut the door, and now he's running out of breath with the baby as the monsters trying to attack, and it's just like fuck, dude. <clears throat> Great sequence.
1: Yeah, and once again, one of the reasons I just hate what this boy does like he fucks up and makes the door all the way shut I'm like oh yeah. you stupid fuck <laughs> <laughs> and then like he's like gasping for air that he like takes the oxygen off the baby like, yeah it's like, <laughs> like, come tough, on motherfucker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you've had enough <laughs> It's a good run uh, i want to talk about the doc scene that's probably the coolest part of the whole goddamn movie for me yeah it's awesome great. Uh, I thought it was going to turn real real hills have eyes-ish right there. <laughs> yeah, it was I was really worried. Weird. I was worried about it. <laughs> he's like I'm taking like, oh. the girl's clothes off. and I was like, oh, God, <laughs> here we go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. I don't like this. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he's, he's, he's you see a little girl, another jump scare when they're at the post. He's like, do-do-do-do like run past the camera. And I thought it was the deaf girl. Cause I was like, that was a little girl. Right. And I was like, Oh, it wasn't her apparently. So they go see her. She's on the dock and she's like looking down and the Killian Murphy dude is like touches her. And she looks up and her eyes are fucked up. She, she first thing that came to my mind when she was sitting down there like that, I was telling Jesse, was like, Oh no. I was like, they aren't adding zombies in this. Are they? <laughs> I was like, there's monsters and zombies. no, <laughs> And then she looked up and I swore she was a zombie because the red eyes and everything. I was like, fucking zombies. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty fucking weird. uh, Just another layer. I was like, yeah, maybe they're zombies and then they turn into those fucking things (laughs) like Last of Us style. I don't know. Sure. Uh, It could have worked. But yeah. And then she throws that thing on us. Uh, Totally unbelievable. This little girl Loops your neck in a slip knot and whizz, <laughs> has, has you tied up in three seconds yeah. with a knot you cannot undo. <laughs> and then she runs off. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh bullshit, that boy, fucking eagle scout couldn't tie a knot like that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then all the boat people come out, and then uh, he's, yeah, they, she ties him to this big net thing. So if he moves, it's got all these jingle jangles, so he can't move at all, or else it's gonna bring the creatures, which is a real stupid idea because they're all on the dock with him. Yeah, like, yeah. If he, if he makes noise, we're all fucked. We're all fucked, yeah. Which ends up happening anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. So they they stop the girl and they're starting. They're doing some weird hills have eyes shit, touching her face and then take off her backpack. I was like, okay, there's a backpack. But then they like take off her outer shirt. And I was like, oh god, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't good. And then I think that's at least we just got an insinuation. That's very yeah, played that's it very cool. well. That's I mean, because he, cause he, cause he looks at Adrian. And he looks at her and then kind of puts his hand on her, kind of swoops her towards, you know, walking away. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. whatever happens, is going to be bad when I take her. And so what did he do? He did the... Oh yeah, yeah, because earlier in the movie, she teaches him what dive is in sign language. And so yeah, he tells her to dive and they're on a dock. And so she jumps off into the water and then he like, the fuck does he do? He lunges, he, get, by, he runs up. He, he, he gets up and, yeah, makes noise and just grabs the main guy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, and then he, I don't know, what the fuck? he flips the fucking rope around to tie around his neck. So he's behind the guy now and pulling him backwards. And the monster starts coming indiscriminately, throwing people off the dock, mm-hmm. all the while staying on the dock. But it can't see. Yeah. <laughs> and it, apparently they can't swim. <clears throat> so... Yeah, so he's, like, killing the guy as he's hiding behind a pole. He, like, jumps in the water to save himself, too, and that's when he realizes they can't swim because one, one like, jumps in the water after him. And I was like, oh, fuck me, dude. They can swim? (laughs) (laughs) This is fucking getting getting into some alien resurrection shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, hell no, dude. And then it, like, sinks. I was like, oh, thank God. That's too much. That's too much zombies and swimming. (laughs) (laughs) And so they get away. And that's another thing I wanted way more of the boat people dude. Mm. Like, because you remember what he said to her? She's like, why didn't you want to come save us? Why didn't you want to come see us? He's like, do you know what other people like or what other people are like that are left? It's like, none of them are worth saving yeah yeah i've seen it and it's like i want to see there's always the cannibalistic fucking, homicidal rapists in the epo- post-apocalyptic worlds and i wanted to see them looks like we finally got to but we didn't get much at all i was like i wanted more i wanted to, i was hoping they would take the girl and i thought it was going to turn into a last of us revenge story slash uh rescue the girl story is what i thought it was going towards and that would have been fine with me yeah, yeah, that way. I would,
0: would have been cool with that direction. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy where this movie went anyways, yeah, but it would have been cool. Um, it would have been cool to see that as well. And uh, yeah, I just wanted more about those
1: people. Like why the fuck do they look so fucked up? Mm-hmm. Like their skin's all fucked up. Their eyes are all red. Uh, droopy. They're like droopy faces or some shit. And their eyes were like really red. Maybe. Yeah. Like Blood red shot. inserts. Yeah, like not even just the red inserts, like they're made to look like zombies or something. So I don't know what was going on with them. But I really wanted to learn more and I was disappointed that they, they were decimated so quickly. Uh, so we learned they can't swim and they, they, they found out that this signal is coming from an island. So that's why they're there, they're trying to get a boat. Mm-hmm. And so they get a boat and uh,
0: they leave to the island Wait, hold up. Let's back up for a second. So, at the docks during the attack, there's two monsters. Uh, Towards the end of the the attack... I was going to say, one one is left on the water. And then the other one kind of hops onto a boat. And that boat is untethered to the dock. And the boat just kind of floats off. And that's kind of all you see. And then you cut to Killian Murphy and uh, what's her name again? Regan uh, on their little boat going off to the island. That's kind of where we go from there. Yeah. Then the island,
1: they show up and they they see that people are like loudly talking and like having a picnic with a bonfire. And they're like, just amazed at it. Mm-hmm. They could just do whatever they want. And it's a nice little community going and the leader of this community is like this black guy comes and talks to him. And I don't know how they did that. They had like nice houses. Like, did they build these like, or what the fuck's going on? Um, but it was pretty cool. And, uh, you really, you really like the black guy. He's pretty cool of course he's got (laughs) to (laughs) die because uh yeah killian is like down on the edge of the island just kind of looking around the checking it out while they're all hanging out letting letting the girl have fun and get some food or whatever and meet everybody and he sees the boat that that alien that creature was on like hitting the shore Mm. and i was like oh fuck no come on (laughs) that's a bit much. I was like, oh, what, they can sail now? They're zombies, they can swim, and they can sail. (laughs) I was like, how the fuck did his when the (laughs) (laughs) sails? How the fuck did this boat just go to this island? (laughs) He's a creature, you could picture him on the front (laughs) for like a day. (laughs) Uh, He he, he was like eating limes to not get scurvy. (laughs) All sorts of shit.
0: I don't think it's too Wait. far-fetched. I mean, it's currents, whatever, you know,
1: it's- the boat uh, Yeah, it's an there. island in the middle of the fucking ocean. And I think the odds are that it's gonna perfectly find its way- Convenient. Pretty, pretty small. Yeah. Um, so that was a little ridiculous. And then it just starts decimating the island, which is pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indiscriminately killing things. And I was like, it always bothered me. Like, why do they kill like this if they're not eating? And I was like talking to Jesse about it. She's like, well, you're probably just killing every creature that's on this planet so they can get, you know, cause it's their planet now. And so they can invade it. It's like, yeah, I guess that makes sense that they're aliens. You don't want any of the original life forms left. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So then that's when they get, they get in a car and they're, they're hurting the creature away from all the people by pressing the horn. E-e-e-e-e, the black guy is driving it. The main, leader of the island and then they get somewhere and it's like they don't see the creature and then the black guy's like i have to go to my family what if we didn't uh lead it away what if we lost it i gotta go get my family then he gets scooped out it's like dude you never say i'll be right back yeah you're fine you ever seen fucking scary movie there are certain rules to surviving a sequel
0: (laughs) Number one, never have sex. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, Yeah, from there. Dropped off at the radio tower. So now they're trying (laughs) to broadcast the, whatever signal she has. Yeah.
1: Which I don't think was a, was kind of a stupid plan to me in the first place. I don't understand how that's going to work. Uh, first of all, radio doesn't go extremely far and you've already proven in the first movie that you couldn't even get the signal at your house you didn't think any radio existed, so I don't see what this is gonna do to help humankind at all. I was just thinking it seems way more effective for you to keep that earpiece and have it directly so you know it'll always work mm-hmm. and so, you, it's not, you're not depending on a signal it's like oh shit we're in a valley we can't hear the radio we're fucked so the plan to me didn't really two and two wasn't making four for me I was like oh okay so. Now, instead of having a super reliable signal that you have, you want to give a somewhat unreliable signal to maybe some people? It looks like the world's pretty desolate. (laughs) So there's not many survivors. So thanks. (laughs) And in her mind, it's saving the world. Like now the the alien pandemic is over (laughs) because I put this signal on a shortwave, like local radio
0: station. Like this ain't Sirius XM. Say reaching everybody. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Say Howard Stern. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I guess I'm a sucker then because I I bought into all of that. 100 (laughs) percent I did. I I was stuck into the movie. I was like, let's go. Because I don't know. It's a weapon, right? They have no no the human face has nothing to fight back with. This at least gives us a chance. At least it gives us something to do to fight back. So it's like to me, it was like, all right, she's trying to give people a little bit of hope. And a little of fight back, so getting torn to shreds. You could at least, you know, spread the word, turn into this fucking frequency, and then you just have a radio. Um, so I bought it into all that. Yeah, but it's a local radio. And as far as
1: she knows, there is nobody else. Remember yeah. she had that map with the five circles, and they're all dead. No more fires. The only one that was left was this guy that they're with. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who are you doing this for? You know, I, I There's nothing that leads you to believe that there are more people this could help. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice gesture, I guess, but (laughs) (laughs) I think you're just making your weapon weaker. You know what I mean? So I didn't buy into it hundred percent, but you know, I was along for it. And so she wants to do this. I feel like it was a stupid idea, but she just wanted to do it as like, I don't know. It's just like to prove to her dad that she, She made a difference. She's trying uh, something like that. It was what I was kind of getting. And she does it. And uh, the cool thing is they have the back and forth again with the girl and the boy. Is that he's putting the signal on, or she's putting the signal on, completing her quest. And he is hearing it over the radio and at the perfect time to save his mom. And they're all in there. The creature's coming in the little furnace. And so he gets to play it. And he has his moment of redemption where he's not a little pussy like he is in the whole movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, walks the, the creature down with the radio and then, bl- or yeah, he blasts him with the gun. Yeah, he's the one that, yeah. So, I, yeah, his was good. I didn't like hers. She does the same thing, but she has a pole. <clears throat> like a metal pole. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah, beats, it,
0: beats it to death, basically.
1: No, it, one hit. She hit it once in the head. And it was like, like went in. I was like, dude, it's a metal pole, it's not an ax. I was like, come on. <laughs> I was like, that's a little unbelievable. Give her a gun or something. And because they've, they've proven in the movies that their armor is very strong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the only reason you can hurt them is because they like, when they're fucked up, they're, all their face plates kind of open up. Right, right. And so I just didn't buy the fact that you could kill one of these with one swing with a metal pole. I was like, dude, yeah, give her a, a shotgun and make it a little yeah. more believable. 'Cause she has a shotgun earlier. And uh I didn't another thing, I didn't like that one scene where the alien's coming at her, she has the shotgun. Isn't oh, the yeah, train? She, uh I think so. Is she's holding that, <clears throat> holding her earpiece and she has the shotgun mm-hmm. on one hand and she's like putting her eye up to aim it. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot that motherfucker. You're gonna slam into your face, you're gonna yeah. lose your arm. And it's just she shoots it's like Pah!
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's movie guns for you though. I mean, there's so many like people and she's, hold a shotgun. They, they barely yeah. moves. So you're like, come on. And she's cocking it with
1: one hand. I'm like, you know how hard it is to cock a shotgun. This little girl's <laughs> Terminator in it, like Sarah Connor in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, back to the, the finale or you know, the climax with the kids. I actually thought they're both done pretty well. I do agree that the boys was handled better, and I'll get to why in a second. But I think the, the reason why the girls isn't as strong for me is that her her change or her um what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, her big moment is is really like is really off the back of the first one. <clears throat> and not the second one where with the boy it's reversed and what i mean by that is like in the first one you see her a lot like trying to help i want to help i want to i want to be a person of action and but she she gets told by her dad no stay here you have to fucking chill out in your room and she's that's kind of her struggle she wants to help and she's stronger than her dad wants or thinks that she is and she's trying to prove it so in this movie it all kind of crescendos with the end of her completing this mission right (laughs) <laughs> um, but with the boys, uh, story, um, like in the opening, there's actually two, um, two benefits of the opening. One is you see how this all happened that's, that kind of takes precedent over everything. But the other thing is it actually establishes the boys, um, uh, issue with fear because during the baseball game, he's afraid of the fastball. Her mom's her mom, like trying to calm him down. Um, one of the kids gives him bubble gum to like help calm him down. So like they establish very early on this kid's issue with fear. Um, they play a little bit with the first one, but they establish it again in, in the beginning of this movie. And so his arc is trying to, um, get over that fear. And then it all crescendos with him saving his mom and his, his, was it? A baby or, or the baby girl, baby boy, whatever it is. So I think his is stronger <laughs> than hers in my opinion. So I agree with yeah, you. Yeah. But more importantly, is the first movie all his
1: fears when his dad is teaching him all this shit. take him out to the wilderness he doesn't want to he's like mm-hmm. i don't want to No, they're out there they'll hear us he's like you have to learn to be able to take care of your mom yeah so yeah that's just that one line you have to learn to be able to take care of your mom and then the second one is him saving the mom mm-hmm. In an epic, uh, okay, now I have to take care of mom scenario. And mom, which is usually the badass, yeah, is kind of fucked in this situation and, and wasn't able to save him like she usually does. So, yeah, that was a really great uh
0: <clears throat> finish to that story arc. Yeah. And that kind of takes us to the end. Um, I do want to say <clears throat> another benefit for me. I mean, I'll say right up front, I like this movie more than the first. I think it's where we, you and I disagree. But um, one of the reasons why I like it better is I think Cillian Murphy, I think I've talked about this with you off camera before, but I think Cillian Murphy is a far stronger actor than John Krasinski is. That may be unpopular. I know that John Krasinski, everyone likes him from their office and he seems like a charming just person in general, but I just don't think, I don't buy him in a lot of these dramatic roles. Um, so, and I thought that he was kind of one of the weakest parts of the first movie. I just don't I don't believe him at all as the family guy. I don't know. His dialogue, the way his his performance is a little rough for me. Um but Cillian Murphy, man, he's fucking he's the shit. He's he he got me hooked. I think he's a way stronger protagonist than um than John Krasinski was in the first one. So I, I think that's a benefit for me. I think John was great. It's very believable.
1: I mean, fuck. Try not to shed a tear at the end when he's fucking. Yeah. Fucking signs to her. I've always loved you, mm-hmm. and then just uh-huh. <laughs> yell so they <laughs> so they'll come kill him instead.
0: Um, a little melodramatic, but yeah, it's a, it's a touching moment. You're heartless, you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> it works. Yeah. It, I'm not saying it doesn't. Yeah, I thought it yeah, was good. I yeah. thought he did great because he he wasn't playing like the the super crazy, uh, you know survivalist who just knows how to do everything and kill everything. It's kind of an every man who is kind of good at staying alive. You know, it just it, it was believable. He wasn't too good at anything or too great. Um, the reason I like the first one better is because like you said, you know, less is more. And I do really like the tone of the first one, how it's just, it's a lot less than this. Uh, this one does everything bigger. Uh, the first one is a lot less dialogue, a lot less noise, even. Like the first one mm-hmm. definitely does that silence thing. Mm-hmm. And they really stick to it the whole movie. This one does some of it, but n- not nearly as much. And I really liked that in the first one. Just the whole tone of the movie is really. Suspenseful and like a slow burn, but a really good slow burn. I was like, man, I'm actually interested in them just going to pick up a, or them just looking in a drugstore mm-hmm. for items they may they may need. So for me, <clears throat> I just thought I like that one slightly better because of that. This one was definitely, this one was definitely almost like the Last of Us too. You know what I mean? It just had more. It's still great, but it was the more to me ended up being a little bit less. I really liked the the feeling of the first movie, which this does capture, but not quite as much. It's definitely more action driven. And the other one was more a suspense uh, kind of movie.
0: Yeah. When so, I walked out, I kind of felt, I kind of felt in a way, um, would you just, uh, would you just say, Oh, last was part two. I was thinking more of this to me, and it's not a direct comparison. It's kind <clears> of <throat> apples to oranges, but the best comparison I could think um, This, this is just kind of like an alien aliens scenario, which is like a Quiet Place is very condensed, and it's it's basically a, a house invasion movie just with aliens, right? And there's not there's nothing wrong with that. I actually like The Quiet Place a lot, but it's a very small and simple story. It's contained. Um, just like alien was alien was just a, a, a monster run amok on inside of a ship. And then you get to aliens and you got the Marines going to a fucking planet and you got the action. And this movie kind of takes the same thing where like you, the characters are venturing off onto this journey and you know, there's more action. There's more thrills. Um, and I personally like aliens more than alien. And I kind of feel the same way about this movie where, um, not that I need action, but I just felt like there were more moments in this movie that got me in the edge of my seat and was fucking just like a thrill ride. And I got a little more invested into the story and the characters and where they were going versus again, the first movie is just a family trying to protect their home, which again is fine. Um, but for some reason I just, I just <laughs> like this story, these characters, where they go, the journey of it. A lot more. Yeah. Uh, and I did miss John
1: in this. Like I, I don't know. I missed him in the movie. Like in the beginning, I really liked having him in there. Uh, and so I just felt like it was, a, uh, you know, the family's d- disbanded, it's uh, yeah. two stories. Uh, I just liked the togetherness of the first one. Uh, yeah, I yeah, just slight, slightly better though. I mean, mm-hmm. they're both good. Yeah, they're both great. <clears throat> so, Quiet Place. Um, I would have to give Quiet Place to I think it's like a, for me, an 8.3. Very good. Okay, Quiet Place Part 1 for me would be an 8.4. So it's just uh, that 10th higher, 8.3, still amazing score. John Krasinski uh, did an amazing job with his, you know, these two films, his first two films. And I can't wait to see maybe some other things he could do
0: with it in a different universe, a different different movie yeah i would love to see him do an action movie because again i keep harping on this fucking opening i mean uh, maybe it's not as good as i'm making out to be yeah, i think it is i think it's a really <clears> strong <throat> but what's great about it is he, i think he's really good at action like that sequence is pretty fucking thrilling and so i it would be i would want to see him do an action film like a big budget blockbuster type not a marvel movie just like a, i don't know, do a spy action movie i don't know but yeah. Um I think you do uh I think he'd fit in really well. And he's also Jack Ryan, so he kind of has his his toes into the action genre as it is. Um see that's I couldn't ever buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Halpert
1: is he's now Jack Ryan. See, I couldn't I couldn't separate him enough to make him the, the
0: ultimate super soldier spy dude. Yeah, that's uh, that's my uh that's my dad's show. I cook my kick my feet up on my my couch and I watch my Jack <laughs> Ryan. Great show. Um but yeah, I don't buy me. I just, I just like the Jack Ryan <laughs> character. <laughs> I don't buy him in it either. Honey, Tom Clancy's on. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% me. I love me some fucking some Tom Clancy. Um, I'd give uh, 2018's Quiet Place an eight, and I'd probably give this an 8.5. I think it's um, just slightly better. They're both fucking awesome. They're both great. Everyone should watch them. Um, it sounds like they're... I can't remember where we left off with this series. I, heard, I thought I heard a spinoff. And maybe a part three, or maybe it was just a spin-off. I don't remember. But something's definitely continuing from this story. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, I don't know what else are you gonna do. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, they need to do a spin-off with different families or something or show something else, but uh, do I want that? I'd kinda I'd rather just have John move on. Uh, yeah, I think I'm this should, right there with you. I think this should be over. I wanna see what else he does. I mean, they're great, but don't get stuck on this, John. Your first two movies are big hits. People are just gonna, you're gonna be the quiet place guy if you do another one. You know what I mean? Spread out. I'd like to see him almost like do like a key and peel, what they what they're not key and peel, but Jordan Peel, what he's doing with like the candyman. I almost see him handed like a an established maybe action or horror franchise and Kind of like they did for Rob Zombie, and see what he could do, or something. That that almost kind of interests me.
0: Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, I think he's got to do action, man, especially from the opening. Like, I think that he's got a, a keen eye of, you know, pacing an action movie and filming an action movie. Um, so we'll see what he does. I'm trying to think of what franchise would be good for him. I said spy earlier. I mean, but um, I don't know what it would be. <clears throat> Can't be Mission Impossible because that's already. It's Already doing its own thing. Give him a fast and furious. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> <laughs> that will be awful!
1: Slow and the delirious. All right, yeah. So, uh, eight, what would you give it? 8.5, 8.5 and an yeah. 8.5, and an 8.3. So, very high, glowing scores. Uh, it's pretty hard to get a nine nowadays. So, that's <clears throat> it's a great movie. Definitely go check it out. It's on Paramount Plus. When does this Blu-ray come out? Is it out yet? I don't think so. Not that I know of. No? I wish they would have done the Blu-ray at the same time as the Paramount Plus thing. That would have been cool. I mean, if you're already going to give it away for $4.99 a month, you might as well sell the $30 Blu-ray at the same time. Because I'd love to have this on the show. I have the first one in 4K. I'd like to have this one in 4K. Mm -hmm. Definitely want to own it. Um, Yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. Uh, Please like, subscribe. Please hang out. Please ask all the questions and uh, throw all the comments you like. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for joining us for 50 episodes. That's awesome. 50 episodes. All 322 of you. Yeah. We couldn't have done it without you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Hey, you guys. Yeah. So awesome. Check it out. Uh, We'll let you know down the pipe what we're going to do for the next episode. Not quite sure yet. Sounds Uh, like uh,
0: there's some brewing about seeing Shyamalan next week. Oh, yeah. Is that next weekend? Next weekend. Is that coming? Yeah. Remember, we were talking, loosely talking about it. Well, if it's out, yeah. I mean,
1: I would love to go see that. So, yeah, if that's out before Sunday, i will probably be it. I I mean, if I can get a seat, I'm I'm a procrastinator. And uh, I'll have to go look at the tickets right now, then. Because uh, usually by the time I want to go watch a movie, all the seats are
0: fucking gone, so I don't go do it. (laughs) <laughs> so. yeah, it's crazy when we saw a tenant yesterday <clears throat> as if you didn't know, I just saw a tenant yesterday, Brian, <laughs> um, I'm sick of talking about this fucking thing. Um, but no, the, the Hollywood where we saw it that's not reserved, So you actually had to stand in line and fucking, we showed up pretty early. We're like the third person in line. But, um, uh, the reason I bring it up is because we were kind of waiting in the theater because they let us in like half an hour early. So we're just kind of sitting in our seats and, uh, sat in the front row, like literally the front row, <clears throat> And I started to go to the bathroom, and I turned around. Just fucking, the, the theater was packed, and I was like, "Man, well, I, I was kind of talking to Sarah. When was the last time we've seen like a packed theater from back to front? I think it was like maybe Endgame, but I guess it wasn't that long ago. But it's been a while since so I've seen a packed theater." <clears throat> yeah. Crazy, and then a yuppie ass theater
1: like that playing the organ. Would you like a sarsaparilla for your film? Sir? <laughs> we got peanuts, we got popcorns.
0: was cool, dude. They do it every every like, it's not the first time I've seen him. Like, he came out, he does it every time they do a 70 millimeter thing, it's like a big event. They, or they they make it seem like a big event. <laughs> like Hello, he I'm 70
1: he, millimeter Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like the ice cream is long. <laughs> so he, he came out and did the, um, he opened with um, 2001. The, dan, dan, bang, bang, and it's just like, yeah. and then he kind of switched over to, he did like three songs from Star Wars. I think he did the theme, they did the empire. And then when the video I took for you guys, he was at the end of the cantina. <laughs> Um, was not some. That would've been cool. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I was just kind of going off of um, you saying that it's going to be hard to get tickets. I don't know. It was just like cool to see a, a pack theater again. So yeah, get on those tickets, man. People are still going out apparently. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll go check. I'll check
1: it out later today. See if I can reserve them. Get them now. <clears throat> yeah.
0: So yeah, thanks for hanging out. Till next time. I I have no idea what that movie is about. I'm very excited. I'm gonna, I literally have no fucking idea. I just know it's a Shyamalan. I'm gonna walk in there and be hopefully pleasantly surprised. It looks like Ghostbusters. Nice. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, it looks awesome. Trailer was fucking sweet. I mean, the trailer convinced me that I need to go see this in theaters. Nice, awesome. Show Shyamalamalaya. Double peace. Laters, guys. (laughs) Peace, thank you.